0: Hey, now as always, welcome back to Life And. I'm your host, Jane S.B., and today we will be talking about new school systems in the TDSB and what it is just to be around Toronto at this time. Thanks. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, Life And host, Jane Nesby. Today, we will be having a little bit more of a peculiar episode due to some COVID-19 aspects. Starting this Monday, for the next three months, there will be school. Now, let me finish that. School, as in one hour of school every day, five days a week. So, if you calculate that, that is approximately seven days of school. That is one week of school. That is not enough school. For the next three months, for all students to have one week of school on the table, that is not enough school. I'm Jaden S.B., your host, and we thank you for listening to Life In. Just start off with opening that up. There is normally five days a week, seven hours a day in the school year. That is just how it works. We have two months of summer break. Now, how will this one hour a day school system work? I see how it will work, but That is flat out not enough school for kids to go to school, have social relationships with people, and to be in the classroom. Only having one hour of Google Classroom work or arithmetic every day is not enough. And today we will be interviewing some different people talking about that. For me, that will impact me in a huge way. Well, one, for starters, I am not leaving my house. I'm staying put in my house on my computer for school. And this is not school. This is one hour of work a day. This is like me doing a podcast every day. It's just not really much. If I was doing a podcast the entire day, it's much. But I do an hour a day. That's nothing. That's not enough school and I want to focus on that because that is really huge me yesterday I was driving around my bike in the city of Toronto the streets are empty nobody's out it's turning into a ghost town out here and now we have one hour of school a day for the next three months today we will be interviewing a couple of different people to talk about that. Thank you for coming on to the show. And now we go live to Oliver P., a student in middle school that attends in the TDSB school. Here he is. Hi, Oliver.
1: Hey, Jaden. Glad, glad you could have me here.
0: Thank you. So what do you think about the system that will be going on with uh, online schooling and the abysmal uh, schooling that will be going on?
1: Well, personally, even though school is school and that means it's automatically mediocre or worse, I'm actually very happy with it because this is the first year where I've managed to hold a grade A, uh, A average. So I really want that to continue on to a final report card. That's just my personal opinion about
0: it. Thank you so much, Oliver. And uh, what do you think of? Uh, do you think this will have a like a sufficient impact on uh, the school system?
1: I think it'll cause a push towards technology, and sadly, I think this kind of signifies the end of snow days and sick days because. Now that we know we can uh, attend school online, we're
0: going to attend school online. Yeah. Um, okay, that's uh, great. Uh, thank you so much for coming onto the show with us today, Oliver.
1: Thank you. For ha- thanks for having me, and um, have a great night.
0: You too. Bye-bye. Bye. So that was Oliver P. coming in from Toronto, a student that attends Winona Public School, in Toronto. Thank you. So, um, I think that there are some pros to this. Well, one, that there's going to be a lot more time to get outside, um, and that there will be a lot more online schooling when COVID-19 resolves itself. I think there's going to be like a lot more, you know, possibility to be online and there might be a lot less school because of that. And I think they still might have days, uh, even when this all resolves, that people will just work from home, um, which is has a possibility to it that now that they have this technology. And um, it's not new technology. Like our class have, has been using Google Classroom for years, but the technology is um, now being able to use for classes like Zoom or, uh, Google Hangouts, um, so that hasn't really been done before, uh, and I think that will now be happening a lot more, like, especially on days when people can't come into the classroom due to a strike or something, they might have, uh, work on Google Classroom because of that. Uh, So I think that might be important. So, uh, yeah. And now we go live to Heather Siegel, an immigration lawyer in Toronto. Hi, Heather.
2: Hi. How are you?
0: I'm okay. How are you?
2: Good. I'm good, thanks.
0: Fantastic. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about, well, immigration law and what has been going on?
2: Well, there's been a lot of changes because I practice both in Canada and Uh, U.S. immigration, and so because of the COVID-19, there's been changes to the rules relating to who can come into Canada, uh, coming to the United States, um, what the requirements are, and there's been a lot of um, discussion about the strictness of quarantining if you enter Canada for 14 days. Um, It's gotten more strict than it was before, Um, and, uh, there's been a lot of questions about who can make it into Canada. If you're outside and you had a work permit, can you come back? If you're a student and you were away, can you come back? If you're a family member of a Canadian citizen or a permanent resident, can you come back? What if you want to make a new application for a work permit, can you come? And all of these questions are, uh, being addressed to me, uh, during my practice. So, it's been very confusing. For a lot of people.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you Heather. Um, and can you tell me a bit about what will uh, be happening with uh, the border and um, when you think there will be people that are allowed to start coming back in?
2: Well people can come in if they're essential workers and people on, who have work permits or who are students and already have student permits, they can all come. Of course, Canadian citizens and permanent residents can come as a right, but when can tourists come back? That is a big open question. Nobody knows the answer. Right now, um, all foreigners are not eligible to come to Canada um, from anywhere other than uh, directly uh, those in the United States. They've been in the United States for 14 days. and that will be valid until June 30th. So at least for the next three months, the only people coming in are those who spent 14 days in the United States, or if they fall into an exception, like they have a work permit or student permit that's already been issued. Um, Right now, whether individuals can come in and work on temporary work permits, we don't know. Um, If they're getting a new one, uh, unless it's not clear whether it's only those who are in the essential. Uh, Worker's capacity or essential services or whether it's available to everybody if if they want to get a new work permit. There's a lot of confusion and and nobody knows exactly when this will end because um, everybody is waiting for the next few weeks to see how many people get sick and how many get resolved and what kind of impact it has on the healthcare system. And I think on the basis of what happens in the next, in the month of April, there'll be a lot more information about what we potentially can expect in the future.
0: Okay, thank you so much, Heather, for coming onto the show today.
2: Thank you. Have a good day.
0: You too. Bye-bye. Bye. And that was Heather Siegel, an immigration lawyer in Toronto. Thank you. So that will conclude our podcast for today. We might hear more from it next week when we begin the schooling system. Thank you so much for listening to Life and. and we hope you enjoy. You can listen on the official Anchor website on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day.